Hey everyone, welcome back to the BME Grad Podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Grace. And this week we're going to talk about how to improve your job search to give you better quality results and just be generally less overwhelming. This is our first solo episode in the series where Grace and I will share our personal experiences, mistakes, and learnings. So please enjoy. Before we dive into this, Grace, I would just love to ask you, in your opinion, what did you do wrong when you were a senior in your BME program looking for jobs? Oh my goodness. Um, so many things. Uh, <laughs> I would have to say the biggest thing is that um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so I did a lot of random applications that I put a lot of time and effort into. And um, I didn't actually like the position. And I was more focused about uh, focused on getting applications out than I was on getting out applications that I really cared about. So let me follow that up. Were these applications to like the same role title in lots of different types of companies or were they like different companies, different role titles, like just applying to what's open kind of thing? The latter. I think I didn't yeah. realize that <laughs> I didn't realize like how valuable the BME degree was and that people want it. And um, I was more focused on, I need to get offers back. Mm-hmm. And so I It was not a very refined search and it wasn't a very refined application process. It was random companies, random positions. um, And that is something that I would change for other people. Let me follow, let me follow that up with another question. How did you hear of those companies that you applied to? Did you go and find companies online or did you just apply to things you already knew of? Like a little bit of both. Um, I would say definitely something I would recommend and something that I did do was I looked on LinkedIn a lot, right? Um, there's searches that you can set up that show you um, applications in open positions like every day or every other day. So I set up some filters on my LinkedIn search of, you know, this is the kind of engineering that I'm into. And then it would filter and give me a result of like 10 job openings at these different companies on LinkedIn. Um, and when I was a senior, my uh, our, our program was nice enough to send out an email uh, like once a week of different job openings that they thought we might be interested in. I would say kind of uh, probably heavier on looking online. So you used a mixture of company names your university was throwing out at you that were hiring near you and also just like LinkedIn job alerts, like who's hiring in the area. And that's how you started to get name familiarity with companies. Yeah, definitely. Because I didn't really know what I wanted to do um, coming out of undergrad. But what about you? What is something that you felt you did wrong? (sighs) Like, well, everything you did, I did. (laughs) One thing I didn't do, and it it probably was because I was so overwhelmed. I was not rapid fire submitting my resume everywhere. I don't know why that just really overwhelmed me to apply to jobs in that way. So what I did was like, I found there were like, you know, I started out with like five opportunities I was interested in. And I ended up with like two that I had interviews to. Um, but it's not like these were like, it's not like I thoughtfully found role titles that I wanted and thoughtfully found like industries, like, I don't know, like heart medical devices, and then paired that together and said, let me look for design engineering roles in heart medical devices. Like, no, like I had two opportunities that had nothing to do with each other. I, I just, I liked them both. And I, I applied. So 
Um, I, I, I think what we're about to talk about um, as our recommendation might be helpful to people who A, feel they don't have that kind of direction on what to apply to and where to look. And also B, maybe like are overwhelmed by, by what they can apply to. Also something I did, and this is because again, I didn't know what job titles to apply to. I, you know, I go on Glassdoor, I go on LinkedIn <laughs> and I, and I Google, or I mean, I search biomedical engineering jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I did that too. <laughs> And you get nothing. Like you don't really get a lot no. of results. Not like you do if you search mechanical engineering jobs. So then you start panicking. You're like, oh my God, like what did I study this for? Is there any jobs out there for me? But I think it's a new major um, to industry. Like I think the industry hasn't accepted this major as a role title yet. Um, and you have to be a little bit more intentional and creative when you are thinking about the different types of things you can do with this degree. Um, so yeah, let's, let's give our, our sage wisdom here that we've acquired from <laughs> one plus years in the industry. What should people be doing to get better results when they're looking for jobs as a BME grad? Totally. Um, great question. And something I wish I had asked myself and just took a minute to reflect on when I was applying. Um, I think, so like you said, when you you type in biomedical engineering, there's not many results that pop up. And I think part of that is because there are so many different concentrations and facets within biomedical engineering that, you know, someone who, who really specialized in undergrad or like did research on, you know, prosthetics versus tissue engineering, you're not going to be going for the same roles. So as a student, think about, okay, I really love the mechanical engineering aspect of, of BME, you know, right. Like I like doing solid works. I yeah, like designing I like, things. Exactly. Yeah. I like doing, I like designing PCBs and getting and doing Eagle CAD stuff like that. Um, or like microcontrollers or so, so like the first would have been like, I enjoy activities that are like mechanical engineering. And the second would have been, I enjoy activities that are like electrical engineering. Exactly. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So so think about that and then have that help refine your search for positions. Um, but just kind of figuring out, like, don't type in BME, but don't type in biomedical engineer, right? Kind of within those facets, figure out what you want to do. Um, I think, Ali, you mentioned before, you know, like different fields of interests, you know, diagnostics, pharma, medical device design, those kind of things can help refine it and, and make it a little less overwhelming when you Google stuff. Okay. You brought up something I didn't think about. So let's, let's put this all together, figure out field of interest. Do you want to do like, give, pick a short list of five. What are five things you're interested in? I'm interested in medical devices for reproductive health. I'm interested in diagnostics for blah, blah, blah. I'm interested in gene therapy. These are my three interests or whatever. You could have five. Yeah. Um, then pick out what activities do I like to do every day? Like you said, do I like to design PCBs? Do I like doing CAD? Do I like doing research? And then drill those activities down, which you might need to do a little bit of research, but what role titles do those types of activities every day? And then you'll come like, you know, you have three lists, uh, things I like to do, jobs that do those things, industries of interest to me, you know, the diagnostics, pharma thing. And then you can start to look up okay, what companies do gene therapy? 
that are near me. And then you go, you find those companies and then you look at their jobs. Like, well, what companies with gene therapy have open, I don't know, whatever role, if you're interested in manufacturing, open manufacturing roles. Mm -hmm. um, now, the problem is how do you make the connection between activities you like and the job title you need to search for? What are some of your recommendations, Grace, for understanding what job titles mean and what activities those are associated with? A couple of different things. Um, I think the best way is, um, is if there is a job title that you think you might like, and but you don't necessarily know what it really means to be that, is find someone on LinkedIn, preferably someone that you is like a friend of a friend or maybe an alumna of your program or something with that job title and ask them, Hey, what does this actually mean? Because I think it means blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And they may be like, yeah, that's totally what it means. Or maybe they'll come back and be like, yeah, I had that misconception before I started too. And it actually is so different. And it actually, this is what you do. Um, and using kind of your LinkedIn network to, to see like, am I misreading? Am I misunderstanding what this job description means? Or is this actually what I think it is and what I'm actually interested in? Mm -hmm. What do you, right. what's your thoughts? No. On yeah. Like I totally agree. Like you start to, you know, you start to understand your activities of interest. You start to under, you start to learn about some role titles that might be doing those things. And then you go on LinkedIn and you say, who do I know? Or who do I have some kind of tie to that? I could reach out to and ask them to tell me about what they do. Preferably somebody that's closer in age to you, just so they can like kind of help you bridge the gap between what they know and what, you know, definitely. I would say like, you know, between preferably like five years or less out from their undergrad. Exactly. Grad, and, say, you know. and say, tell me what you do. And then at the, at the end of that conversation, if that's not what, like what you wanted to hear, essentially, like you thought it was one thing and you were excited about that thing. And then they tell you something that it's not tell them what you're interested in and ask them what role titles would do those things in their organization. I think that's totally honestly the number one way. The number two way I think you could find out what role titles mean is by listening to this podcast. Um, that is the problem <laughs> we are trying to solve for everyone. Just like you would do on your own through a LinkedIn search and having a conversation with them. We're just kind of making those types of conversations public. We bring them on and we say, what's your role title? What does that mean? What skills do you enjoy exercising? So that when you as a listener hear these role titles, you can start to align yourself with departments and company types that sound more like your interests. What do you think, Grace? I totally agree. I think, I mean, that's, that's the whole reason that we started this, right? We, yeah. This is what we're trying to bring to y'all yeah. um, in a little bit more of an easier way than having to message everybody on your LinkedIn. I yeah. would say another way that you can do it. Um, mm -hmm. Allie and I were both fortunate enough that our undergrad BME program had two like networking business liaisons that were there to help us find um, connections and, and opportunities in the industry, in the industry. Yes. Thank right. you. In the industry. And they were way underutilized. Right. And so if your department has something like that, reach out to them, go have coffee with them for 30 minutes, let them, you know, explain what you're kind of interested in and they can help guide you. Um, the job process can be very overwhelming. So 
rely on those resources to help break it down a little bit. Yeah. Like do what you can to remove the haze for yourself of what job titles mean and what, and make sure what you're going to be doing, you're interested in use this podcast, use your university resources, go on LinkedIn and reach out to people that are near in age to you working in roles. You think you're interested in and start mapping out what role titles mean. So when you apply to jobs, it's a lot simpler. If you're applying to one job title or, you know, two job titles in, um, in heart medical devices, your search results are going to get a lot narrower. You're going to have five target companies with open positions to apply to your resume and cover letter for those positions is going to look relatively the same because they're doing the same type of work and you would be doing the same type of job. It gets a lot simpler. You get a lot better of a search and it's more aligned with your interests. When you put in this work to understand your interest industry of interest, activities of interest and job titles of interest. So it's definitely a little bit more work up front, but it makes the res- like the fruitfulness of your results astronomically bigger. It's like just be brave and talk to people yeah. and ask. Like don't be afraid to ask people what things mean and I don't know, look stupid, you know? Like <laughs> Not stupid, naive. It's okay. You're yeah, still, like look you know, naive. You're still a student, you're still a student. People are like, yeah, we don't expect you to know a bunch of m- what most of this means. So, like, I'm happy to explain it to you, kind of a thing. Yeah, like be naive. Call up somebody that's three years into work and super intimidating to you, and be like, hey, I like doing art and CAD and <laughs> presentations. What roles would be good for me? You're gonna be the person that finds your your calling and. Um, and meets your natural ability faster. So definitely. So this is our take on how to find job searches and, and some things that we've learned along the years and through our experience, hope you found it helpful and we'll see you next week back on the BME grad podcast. The BME Grad Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. For more information on the BME Grad Podcast, visit bme.unc.edu. Right now, you can find that information under the News and Events tab. If you can, please subscribe or follow and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.